Hello, Big Daddy. From the latest in real estate to the hottest in pop culture. This is the Big Daddy Radio Show. Now, along with his panel of experts, here's your host, one of San Diego's finest real estate agents, Big Daddy Brian Garrity. Oh, but I am, but I am. I love that. All right, folks, you're here with us again on Wednesday, Big Daddy Radio Hour. It's 2 o'clock, ESPN 1700. Find us here every Tuesday, the new drive time at 2 o'clock. Our wonderful panel is back. Amanda Silber from Movement Mortgage. We missed you. I missed you guys, too. It was a long time. I know, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> and Michael Ellis, our... Director of media and social marketing and all those wonderful things is yes. with us. Yes, yes. It's been a long, long time. It feels like it, yeah. I know, because like we weren't here last week. Exactly. Um, we were, I was sick, and then you were gone. <laughs> and today we have, and I've been excited about this, you know, that makes the panel really cohesive. We have the lovely, she's been with us before. She's a great friend. She's hilarious. And she does not hold back. The lovely Michelle Montiel. How are you, darling? I'm good, Brian. How are you? Very well. Thank you for being here today. You're welcome. Thanks we, for having me. Of course. We're so excited to have you here. So, um, you know you can get information about the show. You can email us directly by going to BigDaddyRadio.com. You can also listen to live replays of the show by going to that website as well. Michael has enabled it so that when you click on it, the show just starts playing when... Um, the, when it opens, yep. which is a really great feature. Thank you for doing that. Sure. Makes it more convenient, right? It's a lot more convenient for folks. And then um, it sounds like I'm just getting over this flu. It's crazy. But we'll talk about that. And then the be sure on when you're on Facebook, Big Daddy Radio has its Facebook page. Be sure to like us on Facebook. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's, it's Big Daddy's Radar. All right. Yes, yes, yes. What is on the radar for the week? We had one that I just added because last night I was, you know, we DVR the view at my house. <laughs> and some people are like, that is so archaic. I can't believe you still watch DVR. that show. I love it. I was talking about the DVR, actually. That was <laughs> archaic to me. <laughs> it, I'm, I, hey, at least I'm still in DVR mode. I, uh, but we have a smart TV and I right. go to those things. Right, right. But, um, I, you know, they were highlighting Donald Trump now calling for uh, Muslims across the board not being allowed to enter the United States I, again outrageous this can be we'll discuss Donald Trump and uh, it's gonna I just couldn't believe when I heard it I mean he actually the things that he says I know he says it to provoke people but I also think he believes a lot of that stuff but all of us will talk about that also the US military is opening all combat jobs to include women that's a historic change actually mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I don't know, when I saw that, I, at first I was felt like protective, like, no, they shouldn't be in combat. But then, you know, my gal pal friends that are in the military are like, why not? I mean, we want equal rights. We should be able to do equal duties. And that's something we'll discuss. 
Um, Madonna, not happy. I was not. <laughs> I was not happy about this one. That should be my number one pissed offness of the week. I think so. But Madonna was snubbed by not receiving a Grammy nomination, um, and there are other surprises that we'll talk about. But for obviously for me, I I find it shocking. Actually, I think that album is amazing, and I I try to even remove myself and try to be objective about it. And from an objective standpoint, she does write all of her own music. And her Rebel Heart album, I, I think it's just was so well done on so many levels that uh, I think the Academy really snubbed her on that. And shame on them. And then Supreme Court will not touch local ban on assault weapons in what is considered a win for gun control advocates. I don't want a million emails about this. We will talk about it, but that is on the radar. So, how is everybody today? And let's start with Donald J. Trump calling for a ban of all Muslims to the country, into our country. What do you guys think about that? How is he even supposed to? I mean, not everyone looks like a Muslim if you're in a if you're in a classify it that way. So, what are you going to do? Have him write down a piece of paper and say, check the box next to your religious affiliation. Oh, you're Muslim. Sorry, you can't come in. <clears throat> it's crazy. I mean, it's, it's just ridiculous. It is. I mean, what do you think of Trump, Michelle? <clears throat> Well, they aren't, baby. Come on, everybody has. Here's my opinion. So uh, you know, if he had said it in a way that wasn't banning all Muslims, but actually spoke to the region that these terrorists are coming from—Syria, Iraq, etc.—had he said it like that, then it would have made a whole lot more sense because the vetting process for these people coming in from these regions of the world isn't very good. No, I agree. And it's scary. Scary it is. So, yes, I think he said it to provoke people, but look at how much he's in the media. So he's... What do you, you think know? about Trump as a candidate? I, Don't worry, he, we're, we're not, we're not going to crucify. Hey, I, this is like the view, like I said. <laughs> well, we, if, it, if it makes we, you feel any better, I agree with Trump on a lot of other I, weird, you know, random I, things. I, so. I, I actually... Actually, kind of like him. I, you know, I think he's strong. I think that he, um, I think he's he's speaks uh, common sense. Uh, I think people are fed up with I the establishment. I think they're they're fed up with um, with Washington and the insiders. And I think that's why he's popular because he says it like it is. Don't you love having her on the panel with no, us? No, she's just like me. It's great. I, she is. I, I, knew, I knew. I'm like, I cannot wait to have her on the panel with us. She's amazing. You really are amazing. I, I mean that. You're, Thank just, you. You're a great professional. We'll, we'll plug what you do by the end of the show. But beautiful Amanda, who I love to dote on during the show. Um, the I. It's interesting that you said that about Trump because ideologically there are a lot of things that he does say where I'm like, yeah. Makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it does. There's just certain things where I'm like, I'm sick of a lot of the same rhetoric that these politicians are giving, and there's never any action done. It's just clogging us, clogging up the system. It, at least Trump is putting his money where his mouth is, and it's his money, not some lobbyist money. Exactly. Which I really like. I, I like really that like too. that. And part of he's kind of like, on the inside, you like you know we always like when it's just like the two of us or no one else is listening or three or four whoever you make jokes. All people make jokes, right? And yeah. when you get so frustrated with something, you're like, well, let's just, you know, I can imagine Donald Trump sitting down at dinner one night with his family and being like, screw it, let's just not allow any Muslims into the country so yeah. we can just avoid 
all of this anarchy that we're having. And then instead of just keeping it at the dinner table, he just goes out and announces it on national news, you know? Right. I, I mean, so, that's a good point. It is. That's kind of how I see He just him. doesn't have a filter. Right. I mean, that's no, what I like about him. And that's what I love, though. I think it's sort of like stuff that we talk about, and that's where I sometimes I'll get a blast from people is because I don't have a very good filter or my PC filter. That's why I have my bestie here. It will is the PC the, P, the PC filter, please. I try, but yeah, you try. That, but I can't help it. There's right. just some things I'm just like, bah! I'm not holding that in. And At its base, though, we can't discriminate like that. No, 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 no totally. It, it would never it, as long as it's not hurting anyone. Or being hurtful, and in, in that case, it's like it's too broad, and too banning, overreaching. Yeah, banning someone yeah. for a religion no, no, affiliation no, 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 no. is just ridiculous. Especially yeah. being a minority myself and considered a minority class, I certainly I'm 100 percent in agreement with that. Well, yeah, the thing with Trump is he's a brilliant businessman, and there's a lot, like you were saying, Amanda, you know, he wants to have his ideas sitting down at dinner, and he wants to solve these huge problems, but he sees it, to me, it's very black and white. Well, that, let's just yeah. fix that problem by doing, letting no one in the country. As a politician, there are so many other, there are so many other factors that come into consideration, and he doesn't have that background and experience exactly. to do that. So, yeah. sorry, no matter what he says, <clears throat> sure, there's things we agree with, and sure, we want to fix some of the problems, but the way he goes about it is completely the wrong way. <laughs> and for him to say things like that, to ban Muslims or to whatever other things he said, is making us almost go back in time 60 years to yeah. the time of, you know, when they were putting yeah. Japanese, Japanese people in concentration camps yeah. and all of that stuff. I mean, you can't do that. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And it's funny because that made me think of this um, this conversation. It was um, Padma uh, Lax. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, love her. And Ann Coulter were awesome. on the View. Yeah. Or something. Oh my Did you god! So, but no, it was funny because Ann Coulter was. We'll get back on that. But Ann Coulter was talking about how usually she doesn't back any anybody who's running as a businessman or something like that because they don't understand the politics of the game. Right. And she was saying how she's been making all these exceptions for him because she. Um, agrees with him on so many points, but you're right. I mean, if you're not a politician, you're not a governor. You know what I mean? These non-governmental or governor candidates, they just don't know. There's no gray area. Maybe it's good that that they don't know. Maybe it's good that they don't know. But then they're going to make all these promises and they're going to get in the office like every (laughs) other politician who even was a governor. And then they're going to realize Oh, I can't do that. Right. Yeah. And what's your backup plan? Oh, sorry, you don't have one because yeah. you, you haven't played the game before. You don't know how <laughs> you to know. negotiate. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, sorry. It is the, a game. The crappy, <laughs> the crappy part is the, the checks and balances but he's not understanding. Is yeah. he, I mean, he's throwing out there. And I agree like with Michelle. There's a lot of things ideologically that he says that I don't care what people say. When you're behind those closed doors at your home at, at night, I'm sure people say many things that they do not say in public. <laughs> right. And that's fine. I mean, that's what privacy of your home is all about, but right. also why America is, you know, free speech as well. Right. So, well, sorry. And one other thing I was going to say is that saying things like that about where's the humanity? Like, he doesn't, I don't feel like he has any sensitivity to him at all. Saying we're not going to allow, allow any Muslims, we're not going to, we're going to ban all refugees who are actually suffering and running from ISIS as well, why would we be so cold not to yes, want to help Yes, but don't people? you also think that, that maybe there should be a pause until we have a better grip on vetting these refugees that are coming? I mean, there's two sides to it. There's the heartbreaking right. side of all these refugees who are running from the terror that's being wreaked on them right. um, in the Middle East. Right. But at the same time, until we have a better vetting system to allow these people into the country, to, we don't even know who they are. There mm-hmm. is no database. There's no infrastructure there. You've mm-hmm. got the head of the 
the director of the FBI, saying, sure, if they've um, if we had a database, if we knew who these people were, then we could certainly we could have a watch on them. But we don't we don't know who they are. We don't know what their interests are. Right. And then it comes down to the hypocrisy of it, though. You know what I mean? Like America is always talking about everyone needs to help each other. And we've all been talking about how it's ridiculous that all these countries in Europe haven't been helping the you know Syrian refugees. And now it's come down to us accepting them. And we're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> we meant you guys help them, yeah. not us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's the problem that I have a problem with. But yeah, of course, they should definitely have a better vetting process. Of course. Of course. And I mean, not to ping pong around but that's what we're here to do it's like i love how france just was ha- not having it like they they just took action yeah I, i'm very impressed with the way france handled that horrific uh incident with the isis and the terrorists by showing them that they weren't going to be afraid and yeah. by letting them know they'll just bomb the heck out of them mm-hmm. and I don't mean to change subjects, but it just no. brought that brought it up, and we haven't been on radio since some of that stuff with France has happened. And I, I found I, I found a new affinity for France and and their government. I mean, I just felt like that's the way you stand up for your people. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't back down. You you get out there. You show these people want us to be afraid. That's the whole thing. This all these terrorists, they want us to be afraid. Exactly. It's, it's, it's heartbreaking. The lives that are lost for no reason, it just, I, I find it, I just think they're getting bigger and it's getting scarier. It's getting I, very scary. Okay. I Just tell me if I'm off base. No, here. it's definitely getting a lot more intense. It is, right? Well, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, know. France is in a state of emergency for three months. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and look what, look what they did scary. just from that, that one incident. What? No, I was going to say, I mean, it's not just, and it's not just, unfortunately, it's not just ISIS that's a threat. I mean, look at what's happening I mean, as we can go into gun control and those things, too. But look, look how many people that are Americans from all different parts, all different backgrounds that are shooting people up in, in mass shootings. So that's another problem that it's a big problem, you know, in our country as well. So. I know. And, you know, when gun control comes up, like one of the <laughs> topics, like Supreme Court won't touch the local ban on assault weapons. I, yeah. I I just find that to be outrageous. And there's no reason that anybody needs to own an AK-47. I, I don't understand why that should be even permissible, yeah. being allowed to be purchased as a consumer, you're going to buy an assault rifle. For for what reason would you be buying an assault rifle? I don't understand that. <laughs> yeah, help me I, understand. I'm I have, missing something. as you guys know, I have a lot of guns, and I agree with you. Uh, I, I'm not the pistols have, and stuff. Yeah, I, I have care. I don't own and... a gun, but I'm about ready to go get one. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I am. Really, no, honestly, I'm, I, I I want to go and get a gun. Being mm-hmm. a single woman with two children, and you know, wanting to defend myself and. You're a beautiful gal. You have two beautiful kids, and that's a very, very good point. And Amanda getting ready to have her first beautiful baby. Look very radiant as usual today, by the way. Um, I wore lipstick today. You always are beautiful. But having babies and having children and just wanting to protect one another, it's where I, I get conflicted about when people talk about gun control because I think people are missing the point. I don't have a problem with somebody having a weapon that um, that is licensed, that they applied for, that there was a vetting process. Background for them to checks, get it. Right. et cetera. Um, you know, I had a cousin that was murdered by somebody who uh, he escaped from a Louisiana mental institution, got got to Texas. In Texas, he got an assault rifle, made his way to Burbank, California. 
he was walking in a strip mall. My cousin worked, poor thing, in a, in a tanning salon. And he had been hanging around a couple of days, and she was call, She would call the police and say, like, there's this vagrant that's hanging around in our strip mall. Can somebody come do something? And, um, you know, she made the mistake of being nice to the guy and offering him money for food or something to eat, just trying to get him away because the customers were even nervous. Mm-hmm. And he kept coming back, and one day he came back, and she's like, no, I can't give you anything else. And he just pulled out an assault rifle oh and gosh. shot her multiple times. So oh it's a heartbreaking, horrible story for our family. So when it comes to weapons and assault rifles and those kind of things, it just doesn't sit well with me. Yeah. I, I think if somebody is trained and if somebody owns guns, we have a lot of law enforcement in my family, so they're very responsible with their guns and ownership. Wes's family, um, they, they're hunters, which, you know, that's not my thing. I'm not, I'm not advocating that by any means, as people know. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, the use of guns needs to be, there needs to be a purpose in my mind. Well, law-abiding citizens are not the, the, the people that we need to be worried about. Agreed. It's the mentally ill and Which, like, it's, like my husband, the, it, the it's person the mentally my ill, exactly. it's the criminals and the terrorists. I mean, well, and the youth. Uh, that... And unfortunately, HIPAA laws don't allow for information to be passed on for background checks on guns because it violates personal privacy. Yes. So there's violating no, there's no way of right. knowing. <laughs> right. I mean, it could be as simple as a pass-fail test. Either you are allowed or denied based on your mental health records. But, I like that. But, but because there's a, a pass-fail test, yeah. but HIPAA won't allow it. There's a pass-fail test for handguns, but it's just about knowledge of the gun. That's it. Mm. That's it. That's so it. it's not anything about the person's background. I'm not really up I mean, for the gun in terms of what they vet in terms of the people. And right. more, to, more to the mental health issue side of things, oh, two-thirds of all deaths gun-related deaths in the United States are from suicide. They're not from homicide. I just saw that the other day. So, I mean, which is from the CDC is where that that number comes from. But so there again, you're talking about people who people who are committing suicide obviously are mentally ill or have some form of depression, et cetera. Mm -hmm. There needs to be a way that we can get access to that type of information before we allow these people to have guns. Mm-hmm. Hasn't there been like the majority of the most recent shootings, at least the ones that are on the media, have been from youth, like getting their parents guns? Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of that. You There's can't really bet that. for that at all. No, well, I, parents should have a safe. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> but even if they, I mean, some of them had a safe, you know what I mean? The kid knows the combination or whatever. Yeah. You know? There's a, there, you know, there's different levels of kinds of gun safes and all that. But yeah, if you're, it's one of those things. Once kids get to be a certain age, they're tricky. You know what I mean? I, I don't know how much you can hide codes or combos or whatever, but it, it's definitely heartbreaking. And so on that note, as you know, we have a full pack show today, folks. We have a great panel and a feisty one, which I love. <laughs> so we'll be right back. We're getting ready to go to break. We'll be right back with you, folks. Hang in there. Back on 
Big Daddy Radio. And the holidays are in the air, and our panel is right in the air with them. Boy, we have a great panel today, and it's exciting. Um, we missed you guys the last couple of weeks. We hope everybody had a very happy Thanksgiving. We hope that everyone is having a happy holiday and enjoying their time. Christmas will be upon us soon. Um, I think it's the fourth day of Hanukkah right now, so happy Hanukkah to those who celebrate that. Um, welcome, Michelle Montiel, to the panel. We love Thank having you. you here. Amanda Silber is with us for Movement Mortgage, a regular that we love. And Michael Ellis, our bestie, and does social media and everything wonderful. So. I'm Brian Garrity, your host. So thank you, everybody, for being here today. So we were talking about guns and gun control. And, you know, I think the most poignant statement that one of it, it wasn't me, one of the great <laughs> intellects here made was, like, we could talk about this to death, and it's not going to change. It just isn't. I mean, I don't. they may put in more regulations or they may do this, but I think if somebody wants to get their hands on a gun, they're going to get their hands on it. It'd be nice to have a little bit more barriers, but you know, it is what it is. And you know, you get the people like the NRA, they get anytime you start to talk about regulating or gun control, they start getting, you know, their chin hairs all in a all a foul and tousled. And it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. We're we're talking about responsible gun ownership, period. Yeah. Um, so this country is in such a turmoil. It is crazy. It really is. Just watching what's going on, and I mean these shootings. I, I, there's something's got to change. Something has to change. Yeah. I mean now, and you guys saw in San Bernardino, they just had the mass shooting again. I mean this yeah. is it's scary. This stuff keeps happening. It's unbelievable. I mean you don't you don't know where you're safe. Walking to your car, doing whatever. It's just like I, I don't know. I feel like I don't want to be alarmist on the one hand, but on the other hand. I think that there is a bit of cause to at least always be aware of your surroundings mm -hmm. and Absolutely. what you're doing. Um, you know, especially females that, you know, if it's the evening or you're by yourself, I know that's something that we've talked about for years, but it's just, to me right now, a healthy dose of if we could really just embrace each other for who we are and love each other. I know that sounds so airy-fairy, but um, yeah, airy-fairy, what a surprise. But no, but I, but I mean that though. I, I really, really, really wish that, that that could happen. But you know, we're just not at a point, there's just so much discontent in general in this country that I, I don't see it happening. I mean, what about you guys? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a flip off of what we're talking from gun control. As far as like uh, people just not being just general discontent, with it seems like everybody has their own faction of what they're worried about, but there's a general discontent of feeling I, unsafe. Do you guys absolutely? Feel... I I think that for for sure. I mean, there's people do feel unsafe. People are fearful. I don't <laughs> I don't know how to answer that one. It's, it's a hard one. It yeah. is a hard one. Um, I feel like people have you know human nature and human nature always seems to want to destroy itself so it's being really pessimistic that, right now no, but. you're not that was a really good point that that's was just, a really good point yeah 
Why is that? It's in, I mean, obviously, that's a bigger. I mean, we'd be in philosophy. We were actually beyond philosophy 101. That's about philosophy 102 class. Yeah. But yeah, why is that? Why is it that all good that we create, for whatever reason, we need to destroy? Why is it that whoever we bring up, we must bring down? Yeah. I, I don't understand that. I well, don't. In my opinion, uh, I think there's so many more people in the world that are good. And I think we need, we need to... We actually need to focus on that. There are a smaller population of people out there that are bad people. I agree. And we focus when that happens, when something bad happens, uh, we focus on that. But I really think that we need to, this sounds sort of like happy joy clouds, like what you were Airy saying, fairy, fairy. Yeah. But that goes how, back how to the media too. Yeah. I mean, the media focuses on a lot of that too. But I mean, there are so many, there's how many people live, how, billions of people, eight billion people, I don't even know how many people live on the earth now, but how many of those people are actually bad? I know I can Google it. (laughs) (laughs) But you get it. Like there's more that we can, we should be focusing more on the positive and how we can actually do that rather than focusing on the negative stuff. But that, I feel like that never happens either. So I'm like, no, I'm with you guys. I agree. But I'm just like, you're you're amazing. That was awesome. No, it was awesome. I agree with Mike wholeheartedly. And then it's like, okay, well I would love to see, you know, we always talk about seeing more positive stories on Facebook or the media or whatever. And then it just never happens. No, I know. Or people, you know, that are all up in arms, like with Facebook, it's like, when are they going to have a dislike button? When are they going to do this? I just saw that pop up mm-hmm. again too, and I'm like, oh god! Like it's again, it's you know. Well, I might want a dislike button for those bad media stories. Oh, I agree. Well, <laughs> dislike, dislike. It, I agree. Something, <laughs> something to get, or like someone's putting in something tragic, and then you know you may comment on it. I, I usually try to stay away from liking that, but I'll usually put a comment if I think it's appropriate. I don't know what you guys do, but without going into big Facebook dialogue or diatribe. <laughs> Or talking about the K Clan, your favorites. I stayed away from them on purpose this week. The Kardashians. And Amanda's like, oh no. Oh my God. Um, so we could talk a lot about that wow. with the new birth of the. I was going to uh, say. Yeah. No. I, Canonized I, I, in the womb. I <laughs> because of my darling, darling Amanda, I was like, I can't even bring up that she had a baby. <laughs> um, although, if you would indulge me for one moment. Okay. I, I know. But to, to think that they named the baby Saint is. I know. That was pretty indulgent, in my opinion. Indulgent. (laughs) I mean, wow. Yeah. I mean, really? I mean, she came out and said that the reason that they named the baby Saint was because she had a terrible pregnancy. Oh, I'm sorry. We've, I mean, not to downplay the fact that she's had a bad pregnancy. But it happens. But haven't a lot of people had a bad pregnancy, but they don't canonize their son. (laughs) And, you know, she said that she felt that they they were blessed and that he was a miracle. Well, then name him Benedict or Matthew. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, man, I mean, I, I just I, I didn't want to. I had to go well, on. No, though. That's I, good. I was you can just, bang. The only thing that popped into my mind just now I was like, well, I know a lot of people name Jesus. <laughs> that is true, but yeah. I just I don't know. I don't know. I, I just felt like of it's all kind of sticking people, up for them a little. So it, I it is. <laughs> I was like, wow, are you kidding? Go, no, it girl. just it just popped into my head. So I was like. Oh. I, I just thought, like, wow, that was just really, it felt indulgent to me. It really did. No, it does. it does. In my opinion, I mean, if you think about, look at how many others, I mean, I, I wasn't really surprised no. that they named him, you know, that they named him that name or any other crazy names that they could think of. I mean, look at, if you compare it to other stars, look at uh, 
Beyonce and Jay Z's uh, daughter, Blue Ivy, and you know, or Apple, and or Apple, and, and yeah, and yeah the, 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 all the celebrities that have done that in the past. So it's really not that surprising, in my opinion. I, I just <laughs> felt like the giving the rationale, like Michelle said, is because her pregnancy was so hard on her, yeah. and this and that. That yes, there are a lot of women who go through tremendous, tremendously difficult pregnancies, and it is. You know, birth in and of itself is a miracle. So the fact that some people are able to have easier pregnancies than others, I mean, my heart goes out to them, to anybody who who bears a child. My heart goes out. That has got to be just a very trying 10 months. It's not nine months, folks. It's 10 no, months. It is, it's I know 10. This, okay? But it's not anywhere near as bad as women make it out to be. I mean, I don't think it is. How are you? I'm not a fan of being pregnant at all. <laughs> yeah, like the. I didn't love it either. Yeah. But, I don't, but I mean, it's not. And childbirth. Not well, the part that either. is that I haven't experienced that aspect yet. But the part that's been really hard for me is just the nausea. That mm. is really hard to deal with. Yeah. It, it, nausea is no fun. And I was I was sick for the first three months, and I've been completely fine for like the last I don't know several months and everyone's like how are you feeling I'm like I'm great I just can't really bend over very much anymore right. but that's fine whatever <laughs> and if I eat I have to stand for 45 minutes before I lay down but you know the heartburn whatever I can live with it yeah. but the nausea is the unbearable nausea was tough. Being, I had I was puking all day yesterday for oh. no reason oh. just couldn't keep Sorry. food down it was horrible Yeesh. But you're I thought I was over that. And then yeah. all of a sudden I'm like, oh, my God, I have food poisoning. And I like <laughs> no. called my midwife. They're like, no, the sickness can come back at the end. And I was like, oh, great. You're okay, like, great. Surprise. Awesome. Thanks for that. Yeah, awesome. yeah, I was happy. <laughs> and then I'm like sitting there thinking, I'm starving my baby because I can't eat anything. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, it's like you said, everybody has. Soon baby will be here and you're going to be so excited. If you guys, yeah, no, without, I will for sure. Have you guys finalized the name? I know. Yeah, we're, pretty, yeah, we're pretty much. Uh, it's cute. Like, do you know if it's a boy or a girl? It's a girl. Oh, it's gonna be so cute. So Isn't sweet. it fun? So the um, Grammys, um, the Academy on a lighter subject. I was <laughs> totally pissed when I saw this, but not surprised um, that they snubbed. They snubbed Prince as well, yeah. which I'm not a big fan of Prince, but. From a musical standpoint, he does. I don't even think I knew he had a new album. I didn't either. Yeah, he does, yeah. I, I, I didn't either until the article. I tell you, sent me that. I did it. I sent you that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but That's I. Hilarious. But the Madonna thing. It's like she does write her own music. That Rebel Heart ha- had a lot of like personal, heartfelt lyrics in it. Um, people can say what they want. She's an amazing entertainer, and her songs that there was meaning to those songs and there yeah. was depth in the writing of those songs. So to dismiss her as some bubblegum pop artist not worthy of a Grammy nomination, I can certainly think there's plenty of other people that they could have passed on. I mean, what was your take on it? Well, I I thought, yeah, exactly. I mean, Madonna has, this album was one of my favorites that she's ever done and I like everything, I pretty much like everything that she's done. But this one in particular was very, very well worth a Grammy nomination, at least one. I agree. And I just think I, I'm kind of over all of the award shows, 
this, yeah. the Grammys and the American Music Awards, they seem like, it's like we're listening to the radio. You listen to the same four artists on repeat. It's the exact same thing with the Grammys. Yep. Who was it? Lamar, um, Kendrick, and then the end. Taylor Swift are the only pretty much nominee, nominees in every category. It's, it's like, ridiculous. really? Yeah. Okay. Think, Wasn't step Madonna's out of the box. producer, though, nominated? Dippo, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he got nominated. And her. I mean, it's kind of weird. It was, yeah, it was. It's odd that like he got a nod and she didn't. I mean, she had equal kind of pairing up. I mean, he produced the track, but she does write all of her own lyrics. I saw somebody do a satirical piece, like, "Oh yeah, she added the to the sentence," and that's absolutely not true. <laughs> like, if she she writes her own music. Actually, um, my husband just read. I cannot remember what the name of the book is now, fine. but um, he just read a book about um, this producer who made. Um, Oh my God, I can't remember the group's name now. It's horrible. Swedish band, whatever. He made them huge. And he's a Swedish producer. And he writes pretty much every hit song you hear on the radio. Oh, um, and he did it for Britney. And what did you say? Ace of Bass? Or? Ace of Bass. Oh, yeah, I Thank love you. Them. I Thank love you. Them. Yeah. Ace of Bass. And he said that, you know, he's gotten this down to like a science where, you know, you repeat the hook every eight seconds or whatever the formula was. But um, I thought Taylor Swift wrote her songs and she doesn't. He huh. writes a lot of them. Interesting. Yeah, you have to look at the writing credit. Who goes on first? Go ahead. No, I was going to say, the other person who I love, and I don't know if this qual. I don't know how they do the nominations as far as when they cut off, when they can nominate, when albums are released. You mean time frame? But, like, like Adele missed it. Don't worry. The right, next Adele year will it. be Adele, Adele Sweet, I'm sure. I love Adele. Adele. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Her, and then also, one of my favorite people is Sia. She's... Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. She's amazing. She's coming out with a new album. She's released three, three songs already, but incredible. And she writes a lot of songs for... People. Yes. She's a yes. huge song for Rihanna, many people. So yeah. anyway, she's hopefully next year she'll get I like that's a that's a big talent. And <clears throat> yeah. you know, I listen, Adele. And she doesn't even want to be recognized. Yeah, I love that. How she she covers your face. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. But and look, I know everybody obviously loves Adele. It's like I, I'm not knocking her, but like for God's sake, I know we're gonna be inundated <laughs> with Adele for the next year. That's all you're gonna my, hear on the radio. Uh, I'm just Adele like, comes on the radio, the old her first album. Yeah. And my ki- my kids, mom, turn it off, shut I, it off. I, I can't, and I can't one more time. I can't listen to it one more time. It's gonna be <laughs> especially that. my son. She so. shattered all these records. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, we're gonna have a year. And I'm not saying that she's not talented. But come on, there's many other. I listen to out there. XM radio, and I usually listen to hip hop. But and, but I love Adele, so I'm not I'm not <laughs> sick of her yet because I haven't heard that song very much on the radio. It's funny though because like I keep seeing everyone like. Dude, if I go to like all of my different program radio, she is on every single one. And I'm like, I just haven't run into that yet for some reason. Cause I don't know, I'm just listening to different stations, but she broke like she broke all the records for one week. She broke NSYNC's record that they held for yeah. most albums uh sold in a week. Which that is saying something in yeah. this culture right now, because people no longer buy albums. They will go and I still am super old school. I used to always buy the album. But I guess people go and they like Buy the singles that they want to listen to. Totally. Buy the, yeah, just but download the song. But I would buy Adele's album because I know how her voice is and I know her songs are pretty consistent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess I, sh- I guess I should be more choosy. I, I think like, and it, it really will help from when you only like a one or one or two songs from the artist and hate all the rest. Like if I, I bought a Drake album, I would probably shoot myself if I had listened to the whole thing. But every <laughs> once in a while, he might have like an okay song. Right. To download. So, yeah, yeah, just so, one so that's off the where, whole album. That's why it's saying her that acclaim or that award or you know her recognition. It is saying a lot because for her to have shattered that record in this 
culture really has different meaning than it would have in 2000. Because in yeah. 2000, you would have been forced to have bought yeah. the entire CD. Very that, good point. It, so that is now, a great point. Yeah, right? now, I mean, that that's really saying something, that she had over 3 million people uh, download the entire album in one week. And on that note, we ta- we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. You're on Big Daddy Radio, folks, and it's the holidays. season with our wonderful panelists and Brian Garrity, your host. We were talking a lot today uh, about, you know, what's going on in the country and, um, you know, at, at this time of year without without being syrupy, but really kind of, you know, talking about like coming together as a nation. Um, and I would just love to see more of us coming together as a nation. I mean, there's going to be built in adversarial nature with people regardless everyone's going to have differing opinions but there's ways to get your opinions expressed and there's ways not to get your opinions expressed and it's you know there's no reason for this nonsensical violence and just the traumatic stuff that's been happening and i just it it, it's a really sad state on where we're headed so sad it is. I and you know it, it. It keeps hitting closer to home and closer to home. And now, like I said, you know, just San Bernardino, they had it. Uh, they had the dude in Bankers Hill a couple of weeks ago, where they had to shut down the airport because mm-hmm. he had the the rifle. And I don't think he actually fired or shot, but they, it was a big SWAT effort down there. So mm-hmm. listen, I mean, it's it's around us. So and that is not meant to be alarmist. It's just to be kind of a reality check on what's going on in the country so you know we all do our part by being a good citizen and everyone the reason we're here every week is to hopefully bring some fun entertainment to your day you know bring in some good hot topics that are trending and you know bring some different perspective and all of us on the panel really really believe that so we were talking about Madonna being snubbed at the Grammys and um, when you look at the list it's like this is going to be the Taylor Swift Grammys, basically. Right. When you by looking at it, I don't know. She has gotten such a, a mass appeal that um, it's. And I'm telling you, Adele next year, mark the words, it's going to be the Adele <laughs> Grammys. <laughs> so she just missed the cutoff for this year. Yeah. I don't know if you guys saw the Muppet version or the Saturday Night Live. Uh, Saturday Night Live version is the funniest. Hysterical. The, of Adele for her Hello song. Oh, yeah. They, I saw that. Yeah, oh, my that. God. It's, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. <laughs> and I, I'm sorry. The one with the Muppets and Miss Piggy, yeah. I love it. It's like the wind's all blowing, like the, and the <laughs> leaves are all blowing in her face, kind of like the Saturday Night Live when right. they're blowing off the stage. So, I mean. There's a funny montage, too, of like Lionel Richie and her saying hello to each other, and oh. then she hangs up on him, and he's like, Hello. How funny. I've been that way. I saw that. That's, that's a good, really good, that's a good one. Yeah. And there's like memes like everyone's like going around like Lionel Richie's like, uh, 
What about my song? Hello. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. I haven't seen that one. I gotta look that up. <laughs> Either I'm gonna look it up too. <laughs> That's hilarious. I know you don't like Adele, but I really do like her. I, 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 can't, I do too. Yeah, I can't listen to her all of her music in for a long period of time because I feel like yeah. a lot of the songs are very slow. They are. But I still have appreciated her as an artist, and I actually have seen her on interviews, and I think she seems like just a lovely person too. Totally. You're very down yeah. to earth. Very yeah. family yes. oriented. Yeah. I like bang that about on, her. Bang on. hundred so, percent. It's not yeah. that I don't like her. I I have. <laughs> <laughs> I have a high appreciation for her artistry right. and on a personal level anytime I've seen her interviewed I love that I love how she is about her baby yeah. she's just so happy to be a mom and that just really comes through and I just think that's a wonderful thing it's so yeah. heartwarming and it she is. sang I, acapella right at SNL or maybe they, they they might have like had a small guitar thing in the back or something but her yeah, it's amazing. It's incredible. It's insane. And, um, Jimmy Fallon, they he does that thing where he gets like the ukulele or a little guitar, and him and the Roots and the singer they do like a version. Yeah. He did it with Madonna, and he did it with Adele, and she's you know she's a good sport. She's she up for it. I love that about her. Yeah. It's it's not her. It's just the radio station just inundate you with. It's <laughs> just do. like come on, there has to be a little bit of a shake up. Reprieve. With the music. Yeah. They just wear. I mean, it could be Adele or any of it. They and wear a song out. They, they, they just wear it out. Yeah, it's yeah. it's they they know <laughs> who's true. who's going to get traction and where the you know the money's oiled there. And it's all about the advertising dollars. Yeah, yeah it, it totally is. The funny thing that Wes makes fun of me now is I love Selena Gomez. And he's like, <laughs> I know the only fifty-year-old man Isn't that she loves Selena to Gomez. I, she is. I must go. Um, but he was like, "What is that song you keep listening to?" And I'm like, "Oh my god, I love it!" And he was like, "Well, who is it?" I mean, I was like, "It's Selena Gomez." That's and so he funny. He just found that so hilarious. I was like, "Why is that funny?" I don't get it. And he was like, "I just don't see you sitting there listening to Selena Gomez, kind of teeny bopping out." I'm like, "I'm sorry, I didn't know there was an age." limit or restriction on it <laughs> it's hilarious so then the best part is so that song then I'm coming in the office and I'm like huh I, I don't know that song and I, was, I didn't say anything and it didn't work then at home I he got home before me and he had the music on in the house I was like Wait a minute! You gave me all this crap about Selena Gomez. He's like, I love that. I love that. <laughs> so I was like, Oh, I guess you passed the age muster for it, and I didn't. But you know, there are some really talented gals, and what I like about her as well, for, in terms of an artist, is she doesn't have to go flash herself. She doesn't have to go show you, you know, all of her private parts. Yeah, to... no, Miley, she doesn't go Miley Cyrus. No, she, right. oh my Gosh. God, are you kidding? We've we've, <laughs> we've had our time with Miley oh. Cyrus at this table. Yeah, we Trust we me. agree with you. Oh yeah, we're, you're fair right in, sister. <laughs> um, but yeah, we were talking about when Amanda's on maternity leave, having Michelle be on our panel, we would love that. So I'm extending that to on air. <laughs> Wow, no pressure. No pressure. No pressure. No pressure. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But um, no, but you're a great addition. And I love that you. um, you're like a man that you just you just don't hold back. And that's what, Mikey, we love that. But do you guys, honestly, with music, I don't think it has like an age correlation. I guess maybe it does. But I don't. I think you can appreciate all kinds of music. With a, I know it's a little off topic, but surprise, surprise. Yeah. But I'm just saying, do you guys think that music, like, Okay, I hit 50. Oh, can't listen to Selena Gomez. That's for teenagers. No. I mean, no. No. Right. No, I we do can think... still give you crap about it. Though. Oh, yeah. yeah, of course. Please do. Of course. <laughs> I love it. I think I think music has a correlation based on how you what you listened to growing up. 
Yep. And like for you, you grew up with pop music, so therefore that genre of music you're always going to be open to. Like some people have grew up with Pink Floyd or with that kind of a like a classic rock, yeah, or with generation whatever, right and me. they they have more of an affinity towards that rather than yeah, that, because so. music marks time, right? Exactly. So I mean, it takes you back to a you know a, a song will will jar a memory. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, and I, I think you're right about that. Yeah. I think that was a perfect point because the, the, like my brother's age, the generation right before me, he's like eight years older than me, but they listened to like Aerosmith, Pink Floyd, Def yeah. Leppard. That was more prominent at the time, although, you know, I was a little, <laughs> a little gay guy running around when I listened <laughs> to Bette Midler and everything else or Barry Manilow. So I was a little bit off the cusp there. Little red light, well, green light warning signs or red light warning signs, whatever. Um, but that's bad. Stereotyping artists with other things. But, you know, and I, Barbara, what, what are you going to do? But you can have an affinity for good music. Hey, stereotypes exist for a reason. They do. Yeah. I mean, sorry it's to say, true. but it happens. It's, it really does. Mm. The, um, when you, like, when you were growing up, what would you say your kind of music that you gravitated to? I, it was definitely pop music. I remember listening to like TLC and younger, like Paul Abdul. And, oh my God, Paul Abdul, yeah. Yeah, um, Prince. I loved Prince. I don't really love him so much anymore, but back in the day, like that. Oh, yeah, it was great. But yeah, Purple Rain. Purple Rain remember was that? fantastic. Yeah. yeah, that kind of stuff I would listen to. What about you, Amanda? Uh, it's like a little embarrassing. No, I know you. We know you're not not ska or raggy, right? Uh, not until high school and like junior. No, like high school probably is when I got into ska and reggae. But um, I think the first CD I ever bought was um, Chumbawamba. Uh. <laughs> there you go. It was like the singles. Yeah. Some horrible song. Yeah. And then um, Spice Girls. There you go. And of course, I liked in sync and the Backstreet. So it was pop for sure in the beginning, and then it transitioned to reggae, which is totally different. And it is funny because when I was young, it was like right in that age where like the hard rock. We like I didn't want people to know like oh I like Barry Manilow or oh I like yeah. Bette Midler. I, I didn't know why I didn't want people to know that. I just knew or that Neil wasn't Diamond. the popular I thing. Neil oh, Diamond. I loved yeah. '80s music growing up. Actually, my mom had '80s music playing a lot. I'm sure she was into pop music too. So I listened to that. But I loved '80s music. Like I love the Cars. I love. Oh my God, the Cars are awesome. They're really. Awesome. I was actually named after the Boston song Amanda. So. Funny. Oh really? What are you gonna do? Tell me. What about you, beautiful? Well, I, you know, I'm a little different in the sense that <clears throat> I was I was born in the late '60s, but so you know, I kind of grew up with disco and pop. But I, I just loved the, I loved growing up the Rolling Stones, Led Zeppelin. They were like my favorite bands. My first concert was Aerosmith. So that's there you rad. Go. But isn't it interesting how doesn't music mark time and memories? Yes, kind of like absolutely. Just how, how like scents do that yeah. too. Like oh, and I knew the clowns. entire Def Leppard album too. It's interesting. That's yeah. why I just, and I mean, don't, it doesn't just bring you back to certain, yes. even at the Madonna concert, yeah. her playing some of her old songs would bring you back to like certain places. Right. Or, oh, well, you and yeah, I Madonna were standing up. Huge. Oh, yeah. Right. Huge. Oh, yeah. And you and I were standing up crying, singing, clapping the whole time Aww. of all the old songs. It was a very uh, yeah, fun I mean, moment. Was, we had a great yeah. time. Yes, it, was it was You know what? Best moment. That Borderline. Was yes. Did she sing yeah. Fever at all? She no. didn't, she didn't the only reason I asked that is because like there's two songs that like I remember with my dad jamming out in his blazer, "Fever" by Madonna, <laughs> random, right? Yeah, Fever by Madonna, and "Secret Agent Man" by Neil Diamond. 
goodness. Well, that's, that, that is random. so nostalgic that's, about the Secret Agent Man. In fact, that I played it at my wedding <laughs> for me and my little brother to dance Aww. to after he passed because I was like. And we just cried the whole time. We're like, oh God, we're yeah, gonna jam sweet. out to Secret Agent Man, and no one's gonna know the song, but I know every word. Oh my goodness! <laughs> All right, on that note, folks, it brings us to the end of another week, and we will be back next Wednesday, full of all hot topics. And you know, really, we're sending you a lot of peace, love, and joy, and we mean that from the bottom of our hearts. We're gonna keep telling you that all through this holiday season and all through the year. Have a lot of gratitude, and and you know what? Whoever you're next to or whoever you're with, make sure you give them a hug or tell them that you love them. And we love all of you, and thank you for listening. We'll see you next week.